Wait a minute. Wait a minute. On this occasion, that's not happening. This is. Jerry, what's up? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the FSP Crew Show. I am your host, JT, a.k.a. The Master. And I'm joined by my two esteemed co-hosts, one from the D.C. area called Mike Wright, the other one from my fellow Jersey guy, the uh, ever-present Jersey uh, Jeff the Joker. And uh, we make up the FSP Crew Show. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. 347-637-3220 is the place to be if you want to talk to Jeff, Mike, and Mr. Met. And that's me. We got a great show in store for you today. Oh, uh, I know the people, you know, uh, you no, guys kind of, I kind of threw you guys off with that Met, that Met fight song, but I'm a proud Met fan, proud as hell, because my 2015 Mets, who was counted out early in the season, and I have to admit it, I was a, a one of them. Didn't think they had a too good a future until they made some moves. And look at that, where they look at where they're at now, headed to the World Series, waiting to face the winner of the ALCS, whether it's the Toronto Blue Jays or. Um, last year's uh, runner-up in the World Series, the Kansas City um, Royals, uh, in uh, the Fall Classic, which is the World Series. Uh, let me bring in my esteemed co-host, uh, um, Mike, the bitter uh, national fan, right? And also my uh, uh, other co-host, <laughs> my other co-host, uh, Jeff the Joker, like I said. Welcome, guys. Mike first and then Jeff. Uh, I'm so disgruntled. So Hold on for a second, guys. Hold on for a second. Okay. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Jerry. Hey, Black. Let's, let's do it, man. <laughs> it's going to be a fun show. <laughs> they, they let the wrong person team into the World Series, man. I'm telling you right now. Talking about puffing my chest out and talking a lot of smack to fans, Yankee fans. I got Yankee fans. No offense to you, Jeff that are jumping on the bandwagon, coming up to me and say, let's go Mets. Come on, man. I know better than that. You just want to ride the wave. I mean, it's a big train. It's got a lot of passengers' seats in it. If you want to jump on board, feel free. That's all I got to say. Feel free. Because if we, we, if we are riding the wave, um, I, don't know where to, I don't know where to begin in here, man. I'm telling you. Uh, Daniel Murphy set a, a, a postseason record. He's one short. Um, uh, uh, I think of Barry Bonds, who who hit uh, seven in seven straight games. But Daniel Murphy, I don't know. He hit 14 home runs. 
all season, all regular season, and he's already hit six in six games. That that's unheard of. That's crazy. Um, the the boys, the other boys, Lucas Duda, who's been struggling as of late, broke out. Cespedes came out with a, a few hits and runs uh, drove driven into. Uh, won it in a big time way with the uh, young rookie Steve Matz on the mound. Uh, it was what eight one, eight three, whatever it was. It doesn't make a difference. Um, we just cleaned up um, Chicago with a nice broom and swept them out the door. So uh, it's it's a uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and you guys got any thoughts? Talk to me, Mike. I want to I want to get your thoughts, Mike. Talk to me, Mike. Think he might how about you? Did, yeah. How about you? Did, you know, I, I mean, we were talking about this last week, and uh, yep. You know, uh, New York has two baseball, two basketball, two football, and, and I think the other markets don't know what that's like. And uh, like I said before, I grew up, loved baseball, was a big Yankee fan, but I lost interest in baseball a long time ago, like back in the '80s, and. Um, the thing is, and this is one of the funny things about fandom, I don't follow baseball, but if I was going to, it would be the Yankees, right? But right. then I remember when the Mets were winning in the 80s, it was hard to go to a bar or a party and you're with your friends and a lot of people are rooting for the Mets and not root for the Mets. And that's when I made the analogy, the Yankees are my wife, the Mets are my girlfriend. Well, right now, they're both not even one-night stands because, you know, I don't watch a lot of baseball. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of cool because, uh, you know, it's nice to have let, let the Mets fans uh, enjoy some success for a while. And I remember a few years ago when the Jets were in the NFC Championship game, uh, you know, I, I'm a Giant fan. I don't root for the Jets, but I don't hate the Jets. And I remember saying to a buddy who I know is a big Jet fan, very loyal for many years, I said, you know what, I'd like to see the Jets go to the Super Bowl, to see yourself and a lot of other people happy. I've had that feeling, and I'd like to see you have it. You know, and that's the way I feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the differences with the Nets and the Knicks, they're in the same division, which I wish that was the case with – you know, the uh, the pro football teams or uh, the, the Major League Baseball teams. But it, it, it's if you're into basketball, the fact that the Nets and the Knicks play, play each other six times a year, that's awesome, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. it, it's a whole different thing. I mean, Giants and Jets, every year in the preseason, it's the third preseason game, which is the most relevant. But still, it, it's, it doesn't count. And they only play in the regular season once every four years but I think this is one of them. So, um, but yeah, the whole two teams thing makes, you know, new, wow. What a punk twister makes New York very unique. Uh, it really does. And, uh, it, I, I wanted the Mets to win. My sister likes the Mets. My niece likes the Mets, but the thing is in back to the future too, which they just had back to the future day. They said yep. the Cubs were going to play in the world series. And yep. I kind of was almost hoping for that, you know. But, uh, wow, I mean, they got swept. No messing around, you know. So uh, yep. I guess Back to the Future was wrong. Well, is, uh, Mike, you back yet? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. 
All right, we'll, we'll yeah. talk to me. Congratulations, congratulations to your match. Congratulations to your match. I, I didn't hear what you played earlier. It was dead air. I was listening to the Joker say hello. So if you did play some little mess music, that's good for you. But congratulations to you guys. I'm happy for my man Tyler Clifford. I was sad to see him go, but he's getting a chance to play in the big show. So all good luck to Tyler Clifford. But I can't stand the mess. You know this. <laughs> Do I do I do I sense some bitter bitterness, Mister Mister? Uh, I'm, uh, right? uh, I'm a bitter. I'm a bitter fan. <laughs> you, you definitely know that. It's <laughs> like uh, well, uh, worst nightmare coming coming true. I lose Romo. I lose Dennis Brand. Next collapse. Mets are in the World Series. Come on, man. This this, this is a calamity of earth. It's all around. <laughs> well, I got to, I got to, I got to say something about when when Des Bryant is 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 uh, coming back very shortly, and, and you have been um, uh, surging, if I'm not mistaken. I think you you've been uh, winning some games. I think you've uh, I wouldn't say turned the corner, but I think you're feeling a little bit better about at least the, your ESP, ESPN team. Um, I would have to say that. Because I think uh, yeah, yeah. We you got him to five, we got him to five hundred, and I finally had a running backs. Even though Forte is on on bye this week, but the Forte girly combination is going to be looking good, real good in the next couple of weeks. You got a, uh, a, a three game winning streak, and, and uh, Mr. Mike Wright down in that DMV area has got to be pretty feeling pretty well um, compared to the doom and gloom you were painting earlier in the season <laughs> when you thought you would never win a game. <laughs> but that's okay. In my other league, I, in my other league, I'm, I'm still winning fast, so I, I, I guess you can go fifty-fifty. Okay. Well, now uh, getting back to the Mets, and I know Mike, you really don't want to hear this, but they're in the World Series. And like I said, they're waiting to play uh, the winner of the ALCS, whether it's the Toronto Blue Jays and the um, or the Kansas City Royals. The Kansas City Royals. I think some people don't want the Kansas, Kansas City Royals uh, uh, back in the World Series. They'd rather see two new teams, um, and it would be very interesting um, with the uh, uh, most offensive team in the uh, um, in all of baseball, which was the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, going up against the um, arms, um, the dominant arms, and I, I say that with with all confidence, the dominant arms of the uh, Young New York Met pitching staff, uh, and see who can come out on top. Um, usually, uh, pitching um, wins championships in Major League Baseball. Uh, I've seen teams that uh, would offset good pitching with the, the offensive um, output that they would uh, uh, have in each game in the World Series. And it would be very interesting to see Jose Bautista, uh, Troy Telewiski. Josh Donaldson and and and, uh, um, and company uh, and R.J. Dickey, which would be ironic because he's part of the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, going up against the uh, teams, uh, the, the uh, excuse me, the arms of Steve Matz, Matt Harvey, Noah Syndergaard, uh, and, and uh, last but not least, uh, Jason Degrom, and maybe a throw in. I kind of doubt it. Uh, spot starter or, or, or long relief in, in uh, Bartolo, Mr. Rotund himself, uh, Cologne, and then finish it off with uh, Familia. So um, it'd be very interesting to watch 
Um, I think Kansas City is a more balanced team. I think the uh, Toronto Blue Jays are more of an offensive team. I'm not discounting their pitching staff, but I think they rely more on their offense um, and and, and, uh, not as much, even though you have to have decent pitching, not enough on their um, pitching uh, to win games. Whereas, uh, like I said, the the, uh, bullpen, including the starting pitching uh, and and the uh, everyday players in Kansas City, uh, have a lethal balanced attack, uh, and would, would, in my opinion, pose a bigger problem with the Mets than the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Jeff? You know, um, I'm not that familiar with the teams, but I, I was thinking of something uh, related to the World Series. I don't think baseball has really addressed the issue that this time of year in some cities – you can get snow. You can get very, very cold weather, um, oh, yeah. especially at night. And, uh, I mean, Toronto will work out well because that, that's uh, the Sky Dome. But, you yeah, know, Kansas dome, yeah. City and, uh, you know, the Mets, they, they, they might have to deal with the cold weather, like, you know, bitter cold, maybe snowing. I don't think they have a plan for that. What's your thoughts there, Black? I have no thoughts on the Mets. Come on, man. Really asking that question tonight. Yeah, man. I mean, I was a better and the Toronto fan. Didn't I give you congratulations? Is that not enough? Well, 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 yes, yes. But we're we're talking about the World Series and what what you see as. Well, I put it this way: Who has a better chance? Since you're a bitter one, who has a better chance? And maybe this would make you feel a little bit better. Who has a better chance in Toronto? in Kansas City of conquering that pitching staff of New York? I'm not even sure. I haven't watched any of that series at all. Okay. So I'm not even sure. But I, I'm going to go for the Mets. As we stumbled, I'll take the Mets when winning the World Series. Well, you know, I, I have to say like this, and, and, and I'm going past that topic. I just put that, put, put that out there. Um, these two teams, and, and, and especially the, and, and even though I'm a Mets fan, I really like what they're doing in um, Chicago. They have one of the youngest um, um, rosters uh, in baseball. Um, they have uh, experienced pitching that they that the Theo Epstein and, and um, the manager, which which escapes me for now. Um, have uh, brought in there and um, helped um, change the culture in in Chicago. Um, in in asserted some uh, um, energy into that um, town with their uh, with their play, and uh, I see only big things happening uh, and trouble for the National League as the um, years go by with the uh, Chicago Cubs and. and um, all that they have, and uh, there's still some guys that haven't joined the big club that are still in the minors that um, can make some serious uh, trouble for, quite naturally, for the uh, division that they're in with the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, Cincinnati uh, Cincinnati Reds, and, of course, the St. Louis Cardinals, who won the most games, if I'm not mistaken, in in the all of baseball and uh, were – 
thoroughly dispatched by said Chicago Cubs. So uh, I think there's a, a, a lot of uh, positive things that are going to happen for the Cubs and and um, um, and the management of the Cubs. Theo Epstein, I think he's one of the youngest general manager or general ma- general managers in baseball, helped orchestrate the Boston uh, Red Sox to a couple of World Series uh, before he moved on to where he's at right now. And uh, I see nothing but um, um, this guy may go down as one of the all-time general managers in baseball history. And, and I, I know that I may be making a big statement, but he's already won two World Series uh, with a town that hadn't won in uh, uh, um, decades uh, in Boston. And he's, he, he's oh, just got the Cubs one series away that hadn't been in the World Series and won it since 1908. So I, I got to believe that um, positive things are going to happen for uh, the um, – Excuse me, the uh, um, Chicago Cubs. All right. With that being said, with that saying that uh, um, I have on here a and it's no 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 knock on you guys. I got one guy that that uh, is not really into baseball that much, and I got another guy that doesn't really want to be into baseball because his team is not playing, and the team that he despises <laughs> is playing. So. <laughs> That's a hint for me to move on to another platform, another level, and not talk about my M E T S Mets. I say that again, M E T S Mets. Anyway, anyway, let's move on to uh, some other things here. Um, what do I want to talk about here? Hold on a minute here. I gotta get myself right here. Let's talk about this game tonight, fellas. We got two teams that are, um, well, I think, two and four, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, are in dire need of a, uh, a win. Um, I like how the NFL um, puts uh, decided to on Thursday nights make it division game uh, division games versus just throwing two teams together on a Thursday night. And, and uh, um, so we have that added added incentive of uh, both players, pl- uh, both teams playing on short rest, coming in and playing against a, a division rival. And this is one of the, the most heated division rivals. Got, these two teams do not like each other. Um, and... and uh, they're fighting for their proverbial life in this division. Uh, Seattle, who's lost, I think, the last four games um, late in the fourth quarter with a huge uh, um, loss last week against the Carolina Panthers. Um, in, in, in the waiting seconds of that, um, I don't. Uh, I've been wrestling with this. Um, all day, who I wanted to pick in this game, who I thought had had the edge in this game. I know Colin Kaepernick doesn't play well against the Seahawks, but this is not the same Seahawks defense that he's he's played with it played for in the past. 
I know the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson and the offensive line of the Seahawks is at one of the worst uh, going. Um, it's thoroughly missed their center that who they traded to um, New Orleans. Um, they have Jimmy Graham. He's been bitching, and I'll say that because he has. He's been bitching about getting the ball, and of late he's been getting the ball. But he's been getting the ball, but they haven't been winning. So I don't know if they're, they're going to take a step back and, and uh, lean on, which they normally would, beast mode, and uh, uh, try to get that formula going with uh, running the football, playing conservative offense, and, and uh, try to keep keep the defense off the field more so so the pressure going into the fourth quarter. Um going to go to uh, Jeff first, give me his assessment of this game and how you see it. And even if you want to uh, uh, inject some fantasy in it, you can do that. And uh, then I'll uh, push it to Je- uh, Mike. You know, I don't understand at this point the uh, Seahawks deal for Jimmy Graham because um, you know, at first it's like, oh, they're going to change the offense a little. They're going to open it up a little. But, you know, what's the point of getting this excellent receiving tight end? He's not, he's not much of a blocker. And then not make him uh, a big part of the game plan. It doesn't make sense, you know. Uh, why would you make that trade? It, it, you know, I, I, don't, I don't understand that. And uh, you know what? I mean, Jimmy Graham's getting paid a lot of money, so uh, he should shut his pie hole and just go with it. I mean, it stinks, but, hey, he's getting paid whether they throw him a lot of balls or not, you know. Um, but that, that the part of it that you give up an arm and a leg and pay a lot of money to a guy and you don't make him a big part of the game plan, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um you know, and, uh, you know, it, it's tough to continue to win in the NFL, and the uh, Seahawks are finding that out, you know. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I think uh, a lot of players were uh, probable or questionable for this game, and a short week doesn't help. But I think all the well-known guys are, are suiting up. And, uh, you know, this has got the feel of a big game because whoever loses this is uh, up the creek without a paddle. Talk to me, Mike. Uh, <clears throat> this is Thursday night. Excuse me, Thursday night poverty game featuring Kaepernick, who, who's still trash. I mean, <clears throat> he can't get over the hump with a good Seattle team. I, I doubt he gets over the hump with a bad Seattle team. That, the guy's playing terrible football right now. Uh, I know a couple of guys are probably – I'm with Jeff. I don't know what they're doing with Jimmy Graham. I, I saw them trying to put him in some blocking situations, but he just threw his hands up and just moved the guy. <laughs> it didn't really block. You got to throw that guy the ball. I don't understand what the coordinator is doing. They're, they're just wasting Jimmy Graham's time. This is going to be a crappy game. And there's nothing to look forward to tonight. This, this is going to be a crappy game, but uh, – you got guys in IDP, you know, I just was checking the wire to see. Uh, Bobby Wagner, he was questionable during the week, but now he's probable, so it looks like he'll be playing tonight. Um, you got Kendall Wright, you slide Kendall Wright in, those, those guys at the top of machines. Uh, other than that, I think you should look for Rawls, but not too much to lean on uh, Mr. Beast Mode, because Rawls has been doing a hell of a job backing up Beast Mode. I should go with the two-headed Mars and, and see what happens. 
What about on on, on the uh, Frisco side? Anything? Oh, there's nothing on the Frisco side. I mean, I, there's been no Vernon Davis sightings. I believe he's back. Uh, the receivers, I haven't seen the receivers catch anything in weeks. And, and Kaepernick is just trash. So I don't look for anything on the 49ers side. You, you plug that in and see what Hyde does. Other than that, I'm going to expect too much from the 49ers there. Okay. Um, I have to I have to say this. What the heck? Why is it like that? Um, the weakness of the uh, um, Seattle defense, believe it or not, and quite naturally, it was it was well well um, seen um, last week or last this past Sunday when they played the Panthers. The one weakness, one big weakness in the skilled players that the uh, Seattle Seahawks have a hard time defending, uh, whether um, they have a full squad or not, is the tight end. Um, they've been burnt by more than one tight end, uh, especially if the tight end's got uh, a high, high um, skill level, as in Greg Olson. Um, Greg Olson had, what, two touchdowns in that game, I think? Um um, he could have had uh, uh, three touchdowns because he he, he caught one pass and got tackled right at the one-yard line. So um, – and the reason I'm saying that is um, if Vernon Davis is active, Colin Kaepernick um, likes throwing to – besides Anquan Bolden, likes throwing to Vernon Davis because both those guys roam near, around the middle of the field and it's a safe throw for him. Um, we've all seen it. If we've watched the uh, Seattle Seahawks and the uh, San Francisco 49ers play, um, Richard Sherman seems like he, he's, he's into Colin Kaepernick's um, hit mind. Uh, Looked like he's seeing through his eyes where he's going to throw the ball because he seems like he likes throwing to Richard Sherman rather uh, to one of his players anytime these two teams get together. So, uh, I won't be surprised that uh, it happens again, meaning Richard Sherman picks uh, Colin Kaepernick off. Um, I think it's because of um, him telegraphing his passes and the windup that he has uh, in before he, the windup he has before he throws, which is a what's telegraphs where he's going to throw the football, and you're able to. Um, Break on it, and Richard Sherman has a very good anticipation and, and, and um, awareness of where a quarterback his eyes and where he's going to throw the football, especially when it has to do with a division rival such as Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I told you he's a baseball pitcher. He belongs in the MLB. Maybe he belongs with the uh, um, Nationals. What do you think? No, not with the Nets. Maybe with the Nets or the Yankees, but not, not with the Nets. <laughs> and, and he doesn't right. look for Vernon Davis as often as you think. I mean, he plays Vernon Davis' talents. Well, let me – okay. All right. Um, all right, moving on from from the uh, Seattle Seahawks and the um, San Francisco 49ers. Um I don't know if did, did you did you guys give me your thoughts on who who you thought was gonna win the game? Jeff or, or I'm, I'm taking Seattle. 
I'm taking Seattle. Already 49 is a three and out, so I'm going to roll with Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think Seattle. I mean, uh, I think San Francisco is lucky to have won two games. And, uh, you know, uh, Kaepernick has looked ridiculous this year. I mean, you know, Wilson's been a little bit of a disappointment, but at least he looks like an NFL quarterback. And I'm still uh, – I'll tell you, it's Thomas Sula, the coach of uh, San Francisco. He's a, he's a character. He had a great quote <laughs> about uh, Kaepernick saying, oh, I'm not big on mechanics. It's like, boy, that doesn't sound like the typical coach to me, you know. It's like my, my thing is, like, Kaepernick was working this off season with Kurt Warner, you know, um, and – I, I, I'm sure I could look it up. Does both the 49ers have a quarterback's coach? Well, what's that guy doing? You know, I mean, uh, what is he, Thomas Hula's brother-in-law or something? I'm like, I mean, yeah, some players do occasionally work with outside coaches, but they, every I think every NFL team has a quarterback coach. And wh- whoever it is for the Niners, it, it hasn't been helping Kaepernick. And uh, but it's not all on him because that offensive line isn't what it used to be, and they lost too many guys to list. So uh, yeah, I think uh, Seattle pulls it together for uh, this one tonight. All right, all right. Um, what I'm going to do is this: I'm going to take a quick break, uh, a couple minute break, and then uh, we'll come back and talk about some other um, um, past matchups and matchups that are going to take place. Um, we met here and we are here. Looking for fantasy sports advice? How about informative conversation? Look no further as the master plan features two men that can help in both areas. Jerry, the master tailor, and Lance, the NFL exporter Goodman, provide you with a fantasy fix live every Sunday morning on the master plan at blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You can listen at spotonradio.webs.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365, and listen to other informative programs as well. That's the master plan, Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern on blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K and streaming at spotonradio.webs.com. Information, motivation, variety, the master plan. Victor Gardner began the fantasy sports and politics brand with the idea of combining two of his passions into a radio show. He then learned that politics were 95% of sports. When you tune into the Fantasy Sports and Politics show every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, Mr. FST himself, Vic Gardner, and Jerry, the Master Taylor, will go over the weekend sports, prep you for your upcoming fantasy games, and spark a debate politicians would love to hear. That's the FST show every Saturday at 1 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash B-I-C-H-B-K. You can listen at spotonradio.web.com after the show as it streams 24-7-365. For other informative programs as well, information, motivation, variety. If you want to add a little spice to your talk radio, try No Chaser with Mac Williams and Jerry Taylor every Friday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern, featured at blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K. Arguably, No Chaser is the most 
shall we say, controversial show in the lineup. Let me give you a couple of direct quotes. If LeBron took a sh in the middle of the street in broad daylight, his Boy Scouts would say it's the greatest one ever. Here's another. Y'all dumb donkeys keep believing what Obama says. Just watch. This country is going to get worse, and I'm just going to sit back and say, I told you so. <clears throat> I can only assume this is why the show is called No Chaser. You can also visit fantasysportsandpolitics.webs.com for archives, advertising, and other information. It's No Chaser with Mac Williams and Jerry Taylor. Information, motivation, variety. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play it, just play it. All right. Mac and I will be back October 23rd, which is a week from tomorrow. 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The No Chaser is going to be back on the air. And, oh, baby, that's all I can tell you. Uh, if you ever listened to it in the, in the, in the past, I know uh, Mike has more than once. Uh, you know the sparks are going to fly between Mac and I because we are on the uh, um, exact opposite of uh, uh, the political <laughs> pole, so to speak. And uh, uh, we're both not afraid to express our opinion and sometimes it gets heated, but it's all good. Uh, we respect each other' um, opinion, even though it may be opposite of, of one another. Eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, October twenty-third. Mac and I will be back on the No Chaser. Be there and enjoy. In fact, you can jump into the conversation if you like. Uh, you, you'll know the number. It's the same one as you, as he, as you have here: three four seven six three seven three three. Excuse me. Three four seven six three seven three two two zero. No chaser, October twenty third, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We'll be there. All right, guys. We got a uh, um, NFC East uh, duo here, and it just so happens this Sunday, the to Tony Romo list and the Dez Bryant list, uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, with uh, a new signal caller and a possibly new running back on the scene, visits MetLife Stadium to play the New York Football Giants, who played a masterful game past past Monday night against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm saying that very sarcastically because it was one of the worst games. It doesn't have to be Monday night. It was one of the worst games and one of the worst quarterback performances on both sides I have ever, ever, ever seen. But I, I, I uh, uh, digress. Talking about Eli Manning going up against the Dallas Cowboys without Tony Romo and Des Bryant. Um, and uh, uh, Odell Buckham is supposed to play. Victor Cruz will not be there, um, but he's close to getting back on the field. His calf is healed, and it seems like uh, he's very close to getting back on the field. So this week won't be will be out, but he'll probably be back in the next week or so. Let me put it that way. All right, we got Dallas Cowboy here. We got 
um, uh, New York Giant on the other side. I'm flipping a coin, and it goes to my fellow Jersey guy first. Talk to me about this game, Jeff. Oh, man. That that Monday night game, Giants got off to a start, a hot start. I thought I was thinking it might be like a shootout, um, you know, and uh, I can't stand the uh, Eagles uh, head coach, uh, Chump K.K. Kelly, um, you know. Uh, and, and thank you. I'll be here all week. Thank you. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Tell, uh, tell us how you really feel, Jeff. But wow. this had, the, like, this had the three trademarks of a, a, a giant slop fest. You had the turnovers, of course, and the stupid penalties, of course. There's nothing more cliche than when a commentator – you don't hear this so much, much from a good commentator. When they say before a game that the team has to, you know, uh, not turn it over and, and not have penalties, it's like, duh. It's like football one-on-one. You can say that before every single football game. And if you're a commentator, unless you're going to specify it with details pertaining to that game, don't even say it, you know. It's like saying – Oh, we got to get in the end zone to score points, you know. Uh, it's so aggravating. And they got um, – sometimes that guy uh, used to pump for the Giants, Jeff Fiegels. He He's the king of that. He does some radio work for the Giants. Um, believe me, he's no Dave Jennings because Dave Jennings, uh, the late Dave Jennings, was an excellent radio man. Pl- he played and broadcasted for both the Giants and the Jets. God rest his soul. Um, the uh, – but the third thing, the third thing in the trifecta of a sloppy giant loss is the bad special teams play. And that's that's usually in the mix. And that, that's been an issue for a long time since before Coughlin. Uh, crazy stuff. And, uh, you know, might as well have a kid. Back then the Giants stunk, and they stunk even more on Monday night games. And then it's like you have to stay up late to watch the game, even though it stunk. And then to go to school in the morning and all day long, I was like, oh, man, they look like crap last night, you know. <laughs> but the Giants in recent history have played fairly well at home against Dallas. And as much as I can't stand the Cowboy fans, that Cowboy Nation travels well. And some of them don't even have to travel. And if you go to that Giant game, thanks to this, you know these ticket websites and whatnot, you know, all of a sudden you hear these cheers and you're like, what are they cheering for? It's like, you know, like 40% of the fans are Cowboys fans. It's crazy. Um, but uh, Dallas is going to switch to Castle. I mean, yeah, I mean, Castle's an okay backup, but he's still relatively new to the team in the offense. I don't see a huge improvement. I don't get the impression that Bryant's going to play. If he does, I don't know if he'll be effective. Um you know, the Giants got their own issues, but uh, I, I think they could pull it together uh, against the Cowboys on Sunday. It's, uh, I think, the 4 o'clock game. Talk to me, Mike. Uh, I'm glad you think that way, Mr. Joker, because we got the Tom Brady five times last week. And I believe Randy Gregory is also back for this game. So. That's correct. We're going to be putting we're going to be putting plenty of pressure on Mister. Sometimes I like to play football, and sometimes I don't. Eli Manning, and I believe Castle is going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, I believe Christine Michael is going to get a crack at that side lineup, and I believe he's also going to surprise people. As you know, the Cowboys always play wonderful in the middle line, so I'm I'm expecting another great effort by my boys up there in the middle line. So we're going to. 
take this and have three division wins in the game in the uh, in the NFC East. Okay, uh, I I noticed both of you shied away from picking your winner. Uh, quite naturally, you probably would have picked your your own team, but uh, that's okay. Uh, you know what? Yo, I can't um, I can't I can't give you a score. I, I'll try. I'll go. Uh, uh, I'll go twenty four, thirteen dollars. Really, Jeff? You want to you want to jump in on this fray here? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I don't, I don't pay that much attention to point spreads. Yeah, yeah, that's up there with the checks in the mail. You know, no, I'm serious. Uh, I, I'm not really sure about the action on this game. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, some some fans are uh, blindly loyal and some are more negative. Um, I, I really think, I mean, you know, Dallas has a good line. And, yeah, they might get some heat on Eli. But uh, the Giants' offensive line has been playing relatively well. Um and I, uh, I don't know. I really think uh, the Giants could win and probably cover a few points. Okay. Um, you know what? They're playing. They're playing in uh, um, New York uh, slash Jersey. Uh, Eli usually does pretty well against the Giants. Uh, wow. This is this is. You know. You don't know if you're going to get the good Eli or bad Eli. You don't know what kind of uh, uh, quarterback play you're going to get from Castle. Um, wow. Uh, before I even go there, let me bring in <laughs> a, a, another caller um, from the 202, and I do not happen to know who this is. Um, and he was uh, uh, gracious enough to call uh, in the early, not early morning hours, but uh, relatively early morning hours. Um, Mr. FSP, what's up, my man? Hey, nothing. You ain't got to be mad at me when you leave a message on my phone like you don't know if I'm going to call back or not. That's blasphemy, man. You know I'm working. I got soldiers to take care of, things to do. What's up, Jeff? What's up, Black? Because Jerry don't love me no more. I love you. I, I love you so much. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, 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 whoop you like I owned you <laughs> in <laughs> Yahoo. Uh, hold on. First of all, first of all, hey, Jeff. Jeff, you can be my witness to this. I have all of my starters on bye week this week. I don't. So I, that, I do happen to that, lose. No, 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 no. That sounds. If that sounds, that sounds like bad management strength. to me. Sounds like bad management to no, me. No, 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 no. God made it so that you would play me week seven, and you know what? I don't make. I don't draft my team based upon beating you. However, however, if if I happen to lose this week, I have a you will. a reasonable excuse for doing so. However, I don't plan on losing because I don't want Jeff to be number one anymore. He will not get his number one spot well, guess, back guess, from me. Well, let, let let me let me tell you, Mister FSP, and we go like this on Sunday, and sometimes if he jumps, I mean Saturday, and sometimes if he jumps on, we go like this on Sunday, people. Uh, uh, Mike. And Jeff, we are in three leagues. Three oh, come leagues. On. Why you gotta bring that up? Why you gotta three bring that up? Two. I'm only in two. Yes, we are. Uh, we are in Yahoo. No, we're, in fact, we're in four leagues. I'm sorry, we're in four leagues. Yes, four leagues. We're, we're, and we're I'm undefeated in two of those four. Oh, wait a minute. Just calm down for a minute, Mister FSP. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, and 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 the deal is this. 
the deal is this, and, and this is this is true. This is a true story. We've already met twice, and I've come out on top. This is the third time, and I can see I'm coming out on top again. So anytime, I don't care yeah, what your yeah. record is. I could care I could care less what your record is because you're going down every time you meet me, and and and, and so far it's proven like that. And once you go down, you go down. You 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 you, you will. Oh, um, my goodness. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be a problem. I know that you decided to uh, not make any kind of moves because you want to preserve what you have on your roster in Yahoo, and because you are where you are, you you probably think that you can um, I, afford I'm to take a, afford to one. take a loss, even though you're undefeated. You're gonna that, you're gonna lose that. I mean, you're gonna lose that. that, that there's no two ways about that it. And, and you just well. That that's 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 just uh, wishful thinking, Jerry. Jerry, here's the deal. I'm sorry to cut to, to take over the show, guys, but my bench is scheduled to get three points less than your starters, and I'm starting okay. my entire bench. Now, those things aren't always, you know, correct. However, I don't pay attention to that stuff. I am not worried about your money making ways. The person I am really concerned about is Jeffrey. Je- or, or Jeff, the French version, Jeff. That's the person I'm worried about when I have to play him. Because right now, uh, in in two of those four, yes, you have defeated me. One is Black's League, and I admittedly had my worst draft ever. And I'm, it's showing because I haven't won yet, even though I faced like three. I faced three out of the past six weeks, three of the highest scoring teams for that week, and I. Happen to like be the second score of the week too, but I lose. Whatever. And then, um, in 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 Duke's league, okay, you 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 are sitting on top at five and one. I think I'm four and two. So you know I'm right behind you there. Not a problem. In my ESPN league, I'm undefeated. What's your record? Oh, that's right. You're not undefeated. And when I face no, I'm not. I'm th- I'm, in, I'm three and three. I'm three and three. Like I said, I know I said you're not undefeated. I said you're not undefeated. Well, well, let me let me so, let me ask you let me let me ask you something, Mister FSP. Let me let me ask you something. Um, 2014, my record was eight and six because we go to week 14 before we start the playoffs. And uh, where did that get me? Hmm. I think I think that got me. I think that got me a championship. So I'm not worried about. Uh, uh, what, what my record is as long as I get into the playoffs. That's the key, getting Ladies into the playoffs. He is the modern-day Eli Manning in fantasy football, because I know that you guys are talking about Eli Manning and all that stuff. Yes. I don't want to yes. distract from the show. I don't want to distract from the show, but I just want to let it be known. I want to let it be known. Jerry Taylor may beat me this week in Yahoo, but highly doubt that's happening. But Jeff, you're on my radar. You're the one I'm looking for. <laughs> Jeff's a silent assassin. Uh, Jeff, Jeff I, is I, a I, silent I, assassin. Yes, he Trust is. me. Yes, he is. Jeff, I, Jeff will I, smile I you that. to death and, and beat you down. <laughs> I know. And that's the only person, literally, I'm serious, because if you look at the points scored for, he's the only person that has outscored me. You know, he had one bad week. So, you know, that's the only guy I'm not worried but concerned that when I face him, you know, 
about that outcome because I know it's going to be he and I in the championship. So I'm good with that. Okay. And I want to thank you for trading him, Le'Veon Bell, and he gave you Andrew Luck. So I want to thank you for doing that to him because you're not going to do anything, Jerry. And Black, screw your Can you trade? Screw your can you, can you Can you trade Gronkowski? I mean, man, I, <laughs> he's just wasting weight you know, on your roster over there, my friend. Hey, dude, dude, you you trying to give me Calvin Johnson, who normally I'd be like, yeah, sure, but not this year. And I forgot, are you trying to give me uh, Kenny uh, Keenan Robinson, a linebacker? Cool, but n- no dice, not for Gronk. I need somebody's performing, not. I know, I know, you know, Megatron is a beast and all, but this year, definitely not happening. Definitely not happening. So he's not worth Brock to me. Okay. Well, let me let me uh, ask you this. Uh, go ahead, you, go ahead, you enjoy your, you enjoy your donut, my friend. Since you want to shoot down a trade, <laughs> enjoy your donut. Okay. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, I, I, uh, I I have a question for. Uh, Vic, while uh, he's on with us. Um, in the Yahoo League, uh, I played uh, Jerry week four, and then I saw I'm playing him again week eight. Why is that? I, was, I, was, I didn't see it. I was going to go back and double-check, you know, the settings of how they do the schedule, uh, but I figured, you know, uh, while you're on the phone, I'll ask you right now. I did not make the schedule. That was a Yahoo thing. Um, I know what they do is they cycle through. So you play everybody first, or you're supposed to play everybody first, and then go back through your schedule at some point. Now, uh, I'm not sure, is Jerry in your conference? Uh, he must be, but I, I swear, because when I saw I was playing him week eight, I'm just like scratching my head. I'm like, I just played the guy, you know? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just four. curious. Um, yeah, I, he is in my, uh, in my conference. He is in my conference. But even so, so the there's one, two, three, three, four, five, six. There's seven teams in the conference. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm yeah. not sure how Yahoo did that. Uh, yeah. I could have arranged it so that everybody plays everybody one time, but that would have yeah. taken me a little while to get that mix in the time I don't have because where I am now. But uh, that's a Yahoo thing. Um, yeah, I'm just curious. So, yeah. yeah I, uh, I, nothing I can do about that now, especially since we're playing. Uh, the yeah, season. yeah. But you get to beat them twice. You get to beat them twice as nice. So, you know, <laughs> that, that that helps me. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that. You know, Mr. FSP, <laughs> uh, the conversation we were having um, was the uh, thoughts on a game. I know we we do this on su- Saturday. <clears throat> and... Uh, uh, I hope you were, you guys were listening, uh, and because uh, I had one one I had one gem that I called out this week. I called him out I think two two to three weeks ago, and this guy has been nothing short of uh, performing. And I think uh, I just saw that he may be um, he's going to be the starter over uh, Charles Johnson in Minnesota. I'm talking about Stephon Diggs. Um, uh, I called this guy out. I think three weeks ago, one, two, yeah, three weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. And um, um, uh, this guy is a un, 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 undrafted free agent, and a, he, uh, I think, I think he was undrafted, if I'm not mistaken. And this guy is a baller, absolutely baller. What you saying, uh, uh, Mike? Uh, University of Maryland. 
what I'm talking. Yes, yes. Uh, University of Maryland. Running Maryland. back, I, running back I, class I, wide receiver. Yeah, I think he uh, um, I, he he may have some issues in in, in Maryland, and his uh, stock dr- dropped. But he the he he would have been a um, a higher pick than he than he uh, was. I think he was undrafted, if I'm not mistaken, which is un- unbelievable. Um, and uh, 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 he seems like he's got a good rapport with uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, and even I think he's out targeting Mike Wallace. Uh, so. Um, yes, he is. So, uh, this that that's that's a guy who's balling out, and, and I, I see nothing but big things or good things happening for him in the future. So, if he happens to be on a waiver wire quite quite naturally, um, the major networks that that deal with fantasy have um, been talking this kid up now. So, a lot of people have been jumping on him. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I I jumped on him like two or three weeks ago, and, and was telling telling a few people about him. And uh, uh, including my listeners on um, on the master plan at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. Um, so um, I'm looking for gems all the time, and, and I'll be pushing them out there on uh, um, Sunday. Uh, but I'll, let me move back to what I was talking about. Victor, we, we were talking about uh, uh, one game in particular uh, with about five minutes left in the show uh, because the two guys that – um, are on the show with me. Black and um, Jeff happen to be fans of uh, the respective teams. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion and, and assessment of the Dallas Cowboys versus the New York Giants in MetLife Stadium in Jersey. All right, I know I only got like five minutes, so I, I won't take all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Two things here. The Giants are not finishers. They are strong in the first three quarters, but they just can't finish. Uh, what happened this past week uh, versus Philly was they just gave up on the run because Rashad Jennings was having a good game. They stopped going to uh, yeah Odell Beckham. I don't know why that happened, uh, and I know there's some talk this week. Tom Coughlin said that that won't happen again. Um, but to be honest, if you want me to be completely honest, New York is the best team in the in the conference. Um, they just can't finish the Cowboys. Now, they're about to get real healthy, and when they get real healthy, it's going to be a lot of trouble. Greg Hardy needs to shut his mouth and just play. I can't knock him for what he's saying he wants to hurt uh, Eli or anything like that because that's what he's supposed to say and supposed to do. He's a defensive end. That's his job. Um, But you're down to Matt Castle, and that means you're going to have Matt Castle as your quarterback or Brandon Wheaton as your quarterback for the next five to six games, if Tony Romo comes back at that time. Dez Bryant may or may not come back this week. It looks like he's not. Um, so that leaves you Cole Beasley and Terrence Williams. I'm not even counting Jason Witten. The reason I'm not counting Jason Witten is because everybody's going to focus in on him as the target. Um, also, they have a problem. Is it going to be Christian Michael? Ruben, I mean, not Ruben Randall. Is it going to be a Randall? Or is it going to be, you know, Darren McFadden? The the word is they're going to try to give Michael the ball a lot this game um, and, you know, push either McFadden or Randall to the, to the uh, back of the chart to see if he can be explosive with that offensive line. You know, it, it's amazing how your fortunes can change with just two or three injuries. So, to be honest, 
I think New York should win this game, especially with Matt Castle at quarterback, because the dinking and dunking that he can do is going to be ineffective to, uh, for, to the Giants the first uh, couple quarters. Um, and if he's going to have to win the game, I don't see it happening with Beasley and, and Williams at re- receiver. And uh, unless Christian Michael breaks a few, I see a lot of screens in this game from the Cowboys. A lot of screens. So uh, that's my assessment of, of this upcoming matchup. Okay. And um, the other matchup, and not because, uh, and it's because um, it's a supposedly a big game. It's a rivalry game. Uh, two teams fighting for the division. Uh, um, and it's not because I used to be a fan. It's because. <laughs> It's it's a it's a it's a real good game to watch because um, it's a different regime in, 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 that's running the Jets versus the um, uh, the gold standard in uh, New England. Um, I'm gonna go to you, FSP before I go to Jeff or Mike. What's your thoughts, New York Jets against the uh, New England Patriots, which is another pretty good game out there. Well, you know what, the Jets are coming off of a game where they. They let the Redskins stay in it for like the first couple quarters, um, and that's not a good thing, especially when the offense of the Redskins is so bad. Um, but the defense of the Skins, just like the Giants, keeps them in games for the first three quarters. Um, unfortunately for Todd Bowles and his crew, Tom Brady's got a point to prove this year, and we've said it all. Um, I've hoped beyond hope that uh, they will falter, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, I honestly think if if the Jets can put pressure on Brady and like knock him down a few times and sack him maybe once or twice, they stand a chance in this game. Um, but if they just like barely touch him, Amendola is going to have a, a field day. Uh, Edelman, I mean, is going to have a field day. Blunt may or may not have a field day, but then you also have um, uh, Lewis who's the type of running back that could give the Jets defense fits. Um, Fitzpatrick is not the quarterback that I would say could beat um, New England, but he he did well when he was with Buffalo. Brandon Marshall should get off in this game. So should Eric Decker. Um, And Chris Ivory, if if the Jets are smart, they're going to play keep away. Run the rock 40 times this game throw the ball maybe 20 times. That's how you can beat Tom Brady uh, right now in that defense of the Patriots. Run the rock heavily um, and put pressure on them. So I know in your heart of hearts you love the Jets, whether you want to admit it or not. It does not happen. That's uh, not happening. It's a good good matchup. (laughs) It's a good matchup. So I I looked at at the schedule. I could see the other teams, but this this is probably one of the better matchups of the weekend. So I wanted to talk about it. Um, and also because of both the guys on here are fans of the respective teams. I wanted to talk about that. So I'm going to Jeff next. Oh. What's your thoughts? Jets and the uh, New England Patriots. You know, the Jets have looked respectable, but you know, I'll tell you, Brady's looked terrific. The rest of that team looks pretty sharp. And uh, I mean, Edelman uh, looks a little banged up, but uh looks like Brandon LaFell's ready to come back. Um, I don't know. I think uh, the uh, Patriots' domination over the Jets is going to continue. Mike? 
There's no way I have Fitzpatrick leaving Brady. So you, you already know what side I'm leaving on. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go around the horn, uh, including Miss FSP, if you got some, something that you guys want to uh, say before we uh, get out of here. Um, feel free. Uh, we go to uh, Mike, FSP, and then Jeff. Yeah, my my message is for Donut Boy over there. Please rethink this this Gronkowski trade, man. I'm trying to help you get some wins. <laughs> don't, don't 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 go out with your Donut. Don't go out on Thursday. Let's make a deal. He's 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 <laughs> tough. Uh, he he's real tough. Uh, uh, um, uh, Mike. Uh, he likes to rape people, so you that he's tough. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me when I say that. I'm not. I'm not into the rape culture or raping. But yeah, let, let's make a deal, man. Well, he likes to. He likes to. He likes to really dominate the, the, a trade to make you like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you, trust me, trust me. He's not a fair trader at all, at all. All right, FSB, go ahead before listen, I listen. give it to Jeff. Yeah, I, I appreciate you. Um, here's the deal, man. I, I got to tell you one thing. Mike, I have a problem with it, none whatsoever. You know what? Let Jeff go because I'm going to answer this phone. All right, Jeff. What do you got to say before no, you stop mine? Give it that's to not mine. No, no. Well, what do you? No, um, I'm he said you. You oh, go on. Oh, oh. You know, um, I might have to uh, send an email to Vic, and maybe you guys might know something because uh, in one of my other leagues, uh, we got all hell breaking loose. Uh, I made a trade with a guy. Uh, I, I kind of got the better of it. A uh, couple of the other GMs were, were uh, griping about it, and then I think. Uh, the guy, he wanted to cancel the trade, <laughs> and then uh, I guess the commissioner was, you know, busy at work that day. He didn't get back to him in a hurry. Next thing you know, he's he's cursing out the commissioner all over the message board and being really, really nasty. And um, I'm just curious, like, how to deal with this. And I was thinking, now there's some sites to evaluate trades. I haven't been using them as much lately. But I, I think that might be part of the solution because we, we had a big spat in this league before the season, uh, and, and it was uh, we want to talk about a psychic genius. The one owner trades uh, uh, De, Devonta Freeman and uh, some other uh, you know lousy running back for Drew Brees, and I thought the, the guy who got Brees ripped off the other one, and boom. It's been the other way around, you know, and that's, you right. know, trades are tough. You just never know, no matter how you sure know, you are. Exactly. And, and and the thing about it, if you agree on a trade, how the heck can you go back on it once it's been agreed upon? Not, not yeah, if, I, if, it, if it's actually <laughs> been agreed upon, if, if it's actually been, been agreed upon, not like you're going back and forth and say, yeah, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. If, if, if somebody clicks the accept button and accepts the trade, and it, too bad if you have second thoughts. It, it, you should have thought about that before you pressed accept or or offered the trade out, whatever whatever side of the uh, trade that you were on. So um, to bitch out the commissioner because he wouldn't cancel the trade that you agreed upon, come on. 
that I mean, that, to me, that doesn't make any sense. To me, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't I'd be up in arms if if the trade was overturned because one guy wanted to back out. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Uh, I'll, I'll ask uh, Mike, but you, you're a commissioner. What do you think about that? I'm turning my nose up. That that trade has already went through. That's a done deal. You can bitch and grind and mope all you want. Once you hit that accept button, that, that's a wrap. It didn't get vetoed. It didn't take a vote. That That's that. Victor, you still there? I am here, but I had to take an important call. Um, okay. So give me two more seconds. I mean, talk two more minutes, okay? Two more minutes. Okay. All right. Well, in my opinion, and I'm I'm a commissioner in one of my leagues. If somebody uh, accepts a trade, um, like I said, just like Mike says, and and they push the accept button, um, it's a wrap. If in in the league that I'm in, we have a certain amount of teams that have a a, a chance to veto it. If it gets to that, I have no say in in any any trade. Uh, some some leagues, the uh, commissioner has a say in the trade. Um, whether he wants to veto it or or, or not, but be, based on the trade, not based on the fact that the guy wanted to back out of the trade. If he accepted a trade uh, and and it's a commissioner um, controlled trade, whether it's, it gets accepted or rejected, um, that's what it should be based on, not be based on the fact that the guy wanted to back out of the trade because he agreed to it and then he has second thoughts about it. Too bad, too bad. Um, that, that's that that's uh all, all on him. Um, he he shouldn't agree to it if he didn't give enough thought to it and then decided to go back on it. Now I I've had in a couple of leagues and one is in particular, and, and it happened to me a couple of times. And the, I had a I'll trade. Back. Okay, I had a trade agreed to in principle, but no one pressed the accept button. And I got uh, um, the other side of, of that trade um, backed out. I never, I, I, I never back out of a trade. Once I make a trade, it is what it is, and I move on. Um, but I've had people back out of trades um, that haven't pushed, pushed the accept button yet, and you can't do nothing about that. But once you put it, push the accept button. Once you push that accept button, or agree to a trade, and it's and it's 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 you can see it on 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 the website that the guy. Guys, the principals agreed to the trade, unless it's a uh, uh, horrible trade, and and the commissioner has control of it, or the league can reject it with a certain amount of votes. No way that the guy gets a chance to cancel it because he's had second thoughts. What's your thoughts on that, FSB? Well, there's two things I'm, I'm gonna say. First of all, I, I sent you a text to reply to Black. Listen, Black. I just need a couple running backs and a wide receiver if you want Grump. So just put that together and we'll we'll discuss it. Um, give me give me a bunch of backups. Give me give me a bunch of backups, Mike. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I you said a couple. You, you said a couple backs. You didn't say what kind of backs. Hey, hey! Don't tell that man how to how to work with me. You be quiet. Now, if a person has second thoughts about a trade. I honestly think that um, that he or she should have the opportunity to, to change their mind. However, no. However, Why? If they hit accept, listen, listen, listen. I'm about to tell you. If they hit accept, right?
and let's say right now Jimmy Graham, you know, uh, gets put on IR in this game, and he just hit accept prior to, to the game starting, right? That, to me, would be an extenuating circumstance. And I'd be like, yeah, maybe that's something that I, I should consider because he just traded away uh, uh, Russell Wilson for Jimmy Graham, and Jimmy Graham's gone for the entire season, um, and it just happened. Now, if the kid's on, like, the pup list or whatever, and he's expected to come back by week six or week eight, and you trade him anyway, nah, you knew what you were getting into. So I do think buyer's remorse does take place, and it's something that happens, but as a commissioner, I'm like, okay, well, look, y'all agreed upon it. If both of you can agree to disavow the trade, great. But if one of you has says, no, I'm going to keep the trade, then we're keeping the trade. I'm not going to change it. Both parties, to me, have to agree to terminate the trade. Again, if, I, if I'm if i trading somebody and we just now hit the accept button in like maybe an hour or so or during that upcoming game, they are out for the season, I would consider saying, look, man, maybe y'all want to rethink the trade because now it's totally not fair. Because you well, traded away something, expecting to have a player, and now it's totally gone because he's gone for the season. Not gone for a few weeks, but gone for the season. That's the difference. Well, this is the deal here, though. This is the deal here, Victor. Um, no one, and, and, and this is my opinion, because that's that's foolish in my in my opinion. Should be making a trade um, uh, without uh, a time frame that you can grab that person uh, on and put him on your roster before that game is played, um, and there's a chance of him getting hurt and you not having uh, a chance to play that person. Play that. T- you follow what I'm saying? So if if somebody agreed upon a trade uh, today or yesterday or today for Jimmy Graham, and I'll use your example, that it, to me is, is a foolish trade because the fact is now that guy's playing on the, the, your trade partner's roster. If he gets hurt, the, your trade partner is not going to get hurt. You are. So you shouldn't even attempt that trade unless um, you have – uh, enough ample time to get Jimmy Graham on your roster before that before his game is played. So if you wanted Jimmy Graham and you you uh, uh, agreed to a trade, it should be before this game was played. So even if it was if it's a one day trade and you agree to it at uh, five o'clock, six o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, you, that's enough time uh, to get that guy on your roster. Hey, you have control over him, regardless of what happens in the future. It's not like you never had him. Now, when you get him, he's hurt, and he he'll be no good to you. So um, that's, in my opinion, that's foolish, foolish trade, and um, you you deserve what you get. I hate to say it like that, but uh, I, I truly believe that. I, I've never done a trade like that where I have to wait for the guy the following week because he's playing for the other team and not me. So, anyway, um, Mr. FSP, uh, you are the last person um, besides myself that gets the final word. Talk to me so we can get out of here. All right, well, all I want to say is this Saturday, come check us out. We're talking about the weekend sports, and 
uh, namely the Cubs and the Mets, how the Cubs were swept, whatever, (laughs) Uh, and what's going to happen between Toronto and and, uh, Kansas City. And we're also going to go over week seven in the NFL. Also, Black, listen, if you want Gronk, you know my price. Get to shopping. Otherwise, listen, I'll tell you what I'll do for you. You give me Megatron, and you give me a top running back. I offered Megatron. I offered Megatron. Listen, listen, listen. Come on, man. What are you talking about? I said Megatron. This is exactly why you're sitting with a glazed donut right now. This is exactly what I'm saying. I tell you, Black, he'll take the shirt off your back. Trust me, Black. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I dealt with him. In so many trades, I no, we have a fair trade. I gave him a fair trade off, and he turned it down. If no, if it's didn't. if it if no, it doesn't didn't. benefit Victor, you it's never not, listen, never listen, fair. Listen, it was not fair. <laughs> and you're asking for the top performing player in one position, and who ha- who is the number one target of the quarterback versus a player who is having a subpar year. Probably continue to have a subpar year added, and a defense. I added players. players. Then where's the X? I added players for your guy. Hey, hey, send me an offer with some backs and Meg and Gronk. Maybe yours if the price is right. That, that, that guy is not worth three players, so we're, we're, we're finished negotiating. What, I'm telling you, Mike, I I know him like the back of my hand. I know him like the back of my hand. Give me a top running back and a top running back in Megatron. Gronk can be yours. A top hold running on back to you, Megatron. Hold on, to, hold on to your pants. Tighten your belt because he's trying. He's trying to. He's trying to <laughs> knock him down. Trust me. Trust me. Jerry, Jerry, that's not even what? cool, Jerry. That's not even cool. But I know you, Victor. I know you. I know you. I know you. I know you. I've dealt, dealt with too many trades for you. I know you. So you can run that on someone, but you can't run it on me because I've dealt with too many trades with you. I know you. Listen. Listen, Black. Yes, sir. My man, don't listen, don't listen to Jerry. Jerry does not know what he's talking about. I mean, I'm trying to help crazy. you. You turned me there. I'm trying to help you too. I'm trying to help you too. I'm trying to help you too. <clears throat> I really am. I just need a little help. From All right, you you, uh, send, first. you send me something then. You, you turn my office down. So I will do that. Something. I will do that. I will do that. I will do that. But I gotta go. I gotta finish. Uh, okay. Some business, okay. Well, so right. so do I. So I have to get out of here. I want to thank uh, uh, Mike. And uh, also Jeff and Mr. FSP for joining me. And uh, since this is a special occasion and I started the show with this, I'm going to end the show with also have a good week. Enjoy the uh, football games over the weekend, including the college games. And we are out of here. Let's go Mets.